<laughs> we're recording. I know we're recording. I'm going to tell on the phone tonight, Dinky Dunky, that uh, if she agrees to come on and talk that slap about fucking Wendy, Wendy Williams, that mm -hmm. we will give her a monthly cooking show. I think it's a fair trade. I think that's a very... Uh, first of all, she's a wonderful I don't think. Cook. I don't think you should also phrase it as dumping on her. I think it's just the honest opinion of how it went down. How did you feel? How, how do you, you go? What, how do you think it wouldn't be dumping on? You think she's going to come in? And, Jay, if he's honest. Do you think she's going to say anything? Jay, I 100% know it's going to be a dumping. But you don't say it. You don't lead. Uh, you don't. Dan, that's, come on. It's too Dan, telegraphed. You know Dan, you know me better than this. You know the idea is like uh, for the sake of this of the of the cell, I, I'm going to use the funniest words and make it seem extreme. I'm gonna, I know how to finesse people, dude. I'll talk to her. Yeah, dude, listen, just like the magician on the street, you got to get her to that ace. You got to get her. First of all, I'm not going to call her Dinky Dookie either. I'm, I'm going to call her Dunkaroos. I'm going to call her Nikki, and I'm going to say, hey, if you want to come on and talk, because we, we, we did an episode blown away by the way you were treated, and then the, also the crazy opposites of how you were treated by Jerry O'Connell and Wendy Williams. And if you come on and talk about that, at the expense of possibly getting some pushback or some, some, uh, some flack from Wendy Williams, we will give you a monthly cooking show on our nationally uh, broadcast. Globally. Globally broadcasted show. Which, now, what she's probably going to come back and say, Dan, is, um, well, here's the problem. I don't know how a cooking segment really holds much value on a audio broadcast. <laughs> and to that I say, Black Lou's going to film it on his cell phone. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah. Let's have cameras now. Yeah. 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 It is the bonfire, everybody. We came that shot out of a cannon. It is the bonfire, Comedy Central Radio, Series XM 95. I'm Big Joe Okerson. That is handsome, Dan Silver. Uh, we, well, we are missing uh, Jacob. For He'll be joining us shortly. You'll hear uh, whenever a, a seltzer can opens or uh, perhaps a spin. Oh, kick here it comes. Oh, 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 oh. You know what makes Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song does make sense for Jacob because there's glass breaking in the front. I love Nicky Dinky. I know you do, Nicky Dinky. Everybody, Jacob Atat is in fact here. What's up, buddy? Welcome back. Hey, Jay. We have, uh, of I'll course, just go fuck myself. Christine, hey. DJ Lou. It was weird. He just went to me. Well, I stay in touch, you know. I said, uh, hey, Dan. Hey, everyone. Nope. There you go. No, you didn't. Sure, you didn't. Well, Jay addressed me Buddy. directly. What's up, dude? <laughs> dude, what's up, Jacob, my dude? Oh, man, I'm going to have to fucking return this shark skin jacket that I bought you. <laughs> this Megalodon pants, tearaway pants I bought you. I got a shark skin sh uh, San Jose shark starter jacket. Yeah, well, it's going to be so perfect. If you just want to return that shark cage that I sent to your parents' house. Send <laughs> him on an excursion. Uh, um, yeah. uh, DJ Lil, of course, is here. And uh, back. Hating everybody. Uh, back on the show. Again, on the screen. Our black king, the black tiger. Black Lou Johnson, everybody. Well, might I say, enjoyed a Sunday of incredible wins. His Cowboys came back from the Falcons, and then his Lakers hit a three-pointer at the end to beat the Nuggets, which is this really hurt. Is this 
hurts even more that you're both a Cowboys and a Lakers fan. That hurts as well. What sports you guys play? Great weekend. Football and basketball. <laughs> what happened? Professional American football. It's eleven men on I've each side of, of the ball, and they tackle each other. For, yeah, isn't it? Is one of the Philadelphia teams that, has a team. There's a Bears team. My hometown's got a team. There's a Bears. How are they? They're called the Eagles. Well, it's with a name like that. They certainly would humiliating farce of a team, would they? You wouldn't actually the whole really soulless ginger, would they have? They did neither. Donovan McNabb is the quarterback. Hey, Tom, it's two thousand three. Yeah, and uh, you guys just got Terrell Owens, which I'm very upset about as a 49ers fan. I'll be honest, Terrell Owens going. The whole team, however they are, you don't have to tell me anymore, Dan. As long as commanding the ball is verified and has freckles and pimples all over his neck. That wouldn't be the case, would it? Not at all. It's a man that I could say, it's a man that I I could, with most of my heart, say could probably have a bunch of drinks and drive home in Tempe, Arizona. What? (laughs) No probs at all. Um, No problems. He was over there. Can we get a refresher course on the old drunk McNabb? It's been a while, dude. That was one of the funniest things. He goes, he goes, and where are you coming from? He's like, over there. (laughs) He's like, what's over there? He goes, stuff. uh, uh, Where should I say it was? House. I was at a bar. I went to place. Went to a barbell factory that I'm. Opening, I, I've almost find the commit in my mind that uh, I'm never interviewing Carson Wentz. We're never going to meet or become friends because I just want to speak out negatively about the things I've seen. What if he came back and won every? What if the Eagles went fourteen and two? Well, then, like any Philadelphia person, I will do a complete one eighty and apologize for my thoughts. That's all I wanted, Jay. God damn, I love you. Good, send him, great you know, honesty. Great I'll honesty. Him, I'll send him some acetone for his neck. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I don't know what happens. Why does he get? Is he just repeatedly getting bug bit on the neck in his bed? He's just ginger, man. He's just a fair skinned ginger. He's all frex. He's all frex and pimps. You honestly could have convinced me that Carson Wentz sleeps in a hammock. I, I mean, yeah, no shit, man. He goes, God, those bugs were hungry last night. You go, Jesus, Carson, what's on your neck? Yeah, woo, they love me. Goes, I got, I got. My mom always said I had sweet blood. <laughs> it's all the sugar. It's all the sugar in my dreams. Oh man, I'm just having sweet dreams, and they're coming and fucking ripping my neck apart. Damn, dude, he is so neck pimply. You know how much you know, but Jimmy G is like um, the hot girl that you can't get mad at in public. You know, yeah. does something. You go, God damn it, Jay. All right, it's all right. Good job, buddy. I know your ankle's hurting you. <laughs> but here's the thing: when he takes off that helmet. <sighs> You feel confident you got a man who's leading the team. Something oh, about man. that jaw. Carson Wentz crazy. takes off his helmet, and he looks like a, like a nervous kid that you just peg in the head with a tether ball during recess. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I never really noticed that Carson Wentz. They Wentz's tell me he's 6'5", dude. I'm like, dude, chop that tree down. You go, hey, you sure you're, he's about to run on the field? You go, do you need your inhaler? Why would I need an inhaler? You go, I just, sorry. I just thought you might need an inhaler. Nothing makes me angrier. <laughs> Than a not cool looking athlete. <laughs> God, dude. It looks like he needs an intervention for he's been shooting at his neck because his veins are all dead in his arm. Oh, man, dude. He's going to start going in between his toes. Come on. Yeah. Just hold me. Take me away from this terrible place. He's just chilling. He goes, draw. Go back. Go back to Wentz. Dry. Now go back to Jimmy. 
Wet. Bowoosh. Dry. Carson. Christine tried to convince me one time that she actually thought Carson Wentz was a very good-looking guy. It's insane. Yeah, because she loves you. That's how much Carson. That's how much she loves you. Is that she could talk herself into thinking Carson Wentz is handsome. You know? Do you know why it is? Because if we're ever faced with the situation where Christine's like, "Look, I don't know what it is. I don't know why this is happening, but gun to my head, I have to fuck Carson Wentz or Jimmy G." She knows she has to convince herself that it's going to have to be Carson Wentz. Why? Why can't she just? Why can't you just be like, "All right, I get it. You had to go explore the." handsome rugged option you can fuck jimmy g but at the end of it you have to like cut a tendon or something yeah or something or you have to you have to work to infiltrate if you're doing it for pure uh for pure sexual enjoyment or out and also the fact there's a gun to your head and you have to um car you 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 pick carson Wentz, christina am i crazy i'm all for weird sex i know i know <laughs> i know just last night you high healed me up the asshole yeah. Oh, whoa. I didn't know you guys did dinner formal. <laughs> that happened on Lovecraft Country on the last episode. A woman of aggressively raped a guy's asshole with a high heel. Hey, uh, she was uh, angry. Christine, here's what I say you do. You let Jimmy G spunk in you, and then you stand over him, cough it out onto his chest, and then yell, go birds. Oh, yeah. Give him a self-felt. Yeah. I think it's called auto-felching. Yeah, just fucking have him in and just really get a good smoker's cough, like a and just fucking let it drop out. Like they're checking you for contraband in county. Christine, this guy's fucked so much, you don't know what weird shit he's into. I don't think that's going to deter him. If you go... He goes, if you're bringing, if, if I you're want to put you a to smile. to sleep. <laughs> that's the weird one. Christine, you have to just put a smile on one or two faces. Jimmy G or Carson Wentz, who do you pick? Carson, obviously. Thank you. God damn, she's li she lies right to your face, dude. He loves Thank you, you so much. Huh? The second Jimmy G took her shirt off. She loves you so much. Yeah, she loves you so much because the second Jimmy G took her shirt off, she goes, can, can I re-say? And then Carson Wentz goes, hey, sorry, there's a little bit of ointment on my nipple. Uh, I've been having some outbreaks. <laughs> she goes, Carson, what's uh, that smell? He goes, it's tea tree. <laughs> um, it calms down some of the flaring. Sorry, oh. it's just... It's this new oil my doctor gave me. Meanwhile, Jimmy G goes, you know what's weird is that I don't have any hair on my cock or surrounding it. Naturally. You know, a lot of people don't know this unless they're bodybuilders, but there's eight abs. Yeah. Um, Yo, I, I, I like, look, seven, eight. eight. Isn't that crazy? Also, every breakfast, I've only had pineapple for breakfast since I was 18. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has fucking uh, just kinky, bright orange dick hair. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, Christine, but you have to. He goes, listen, I I'm sorry if it scrapes you. It's just a little unruly. Oh, my God. He can't even shave his dick hair off because I can only imagine the paleness of the skin on their knees. Oh, yeah, man. It'll look it, would like be, it would be fucking game-changing. You're just going to be chewing on this fucking blue and gray and then with a farmer's tan. It's like red to like it's a, just a, looking like inch and a half up, and then it's all pale. Looking like uncooked pork. Oh, the other white meat. Oh, Christine, I want you to accept him inside of you and his semen. <laughs> Christine, I say, take the less the the lesser timed one. Just jump on Jimmy G. Do some weird hip gyrations. Have him fucking blow in you. Stand up. Hawk on his chest. Get out of there, dude. Dak Prescott is an Adonis. Christine got to shake hands with him. She kissed Dak his Prescott. hand. Like he was a queen. She really did. She curtsied.
Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz. It's facing you right. You're staring down the barrel of those two dongs. Which one you going for, Christine? It's obviously Carson Wentz. Yeah, Thank she's you. gonna pick fucking Carson Wentz over Jimmy G. Listen, the harder, the real Sophie's choice is Jimmy G and Dak Prescott. I'll tell now, you, what, I will eliminate eliminate that weird freckled fuck out of this equation. Yeah, yeah. You might be blown away to find out that I would believe. And, and by the way, I want to her to answer on her uh, complete own honesty here. You're leading her, leading the witness, leading I, the I, witness. No, 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 no. I'm saying to her, I'm like, you don't have to make an agreement here for the sake of the joke. Let's give a real okay. answer. I say uh, Dak Prescott, Jimmy G. I think there's a chance she goes Dak Prescott still. She met him. She knows what he smells like. I think even seeing the pictures, I think I just know Christine's thing. She's not super into preach. She thinks that Jimmy G is is a gorgeous dude, obviously, but like in a prettier way. But I think Dak Prescott just seems more dudeish to her. And he's got beautiful eyes. Pills. Dak Prescott. <laughs> Are you, so you're picking Dak Prescott? Yes. Bring him up. Cool. All right, Christine. Well, I'm going to be Jimmy G. shirts off. No, it would be. It would obviously be Jimmy G. Because no. I'm not going to sleep with the quarterback of somebody uh, like in the. No, no way. Damn. Dallas quarterback. I got to tell you what. I got to tell you what. She made the right call. But I was saying, let's like, say Dak does football have nice Let's say they're not football players and they're just two uh, bartenders behind a bar who know how to do that cocktail shit. Just flipping oh, bottles around. They got handshakes and stuff. They got uh, team handshakes and they're like, hey, one of us, uh, you're going to fuck one of these guys. Which one you go for? Now, now I'm throwing in a wild card. Third wheel, you got Danny Dimes from the New York Giants just rubbing up against you at the bar. Weird, like weird rub. Like, you, you're, you didn't ask for it. He's, he's just pushing his pelvis on you. Also, uh, Carson Wentz is there bar backing, and he's like, hey, you guys are breaking a lot of glasses. Guys, he's just got a clipboard. Guys, we're running out of beer. Are you yeah. sure we shouldn't shut everything down? You're wasting about two shots worth of liquor on every one of those flips. Does anyone else think it's too noisy in here? <laughs> Lower the music so people can talk. Guys... Uh, women are dressed too scantily. Yeah, no one's here to talk to. It. Everyone's here to hook up. Wow, that's a, that seems pretty crazy. <laughs> Zoinks! He just does his yeah. shirt. Oh boy, no one's even talking. They're just hooking up. Noodles! I better get out of here. <laughs> you think that I can find a girl who's willing to pop my back, blackheads? Uh, definitely, definitely in the Eagles locker room. Nick Foles at one point threw his keys to Carson Wentz and, and went pull it around. <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, okay. I, if I were Nick Foles, everyone like what they should do. One of the funniest things in the world would be if this week uh, is, is there a way we could afford to pay for Nick Foles to go give a locker room speech to the to the to the, to the, to the fucking that. team this week. That'd be so funny. But Nick Foles came. He goes, "Hey guys, remember me?" No, dude, you can't. Uh, get, that's that's the ultimate dad, that divorced dad coming back, and you're like, "But I want to go with you." And he's like, "You can't. You got to stay here with that ginger fuck." He's like, "Nah, I think I'm done, man. I was a journeyman. I won the bowl. You know what I mean? Found me to sit back and enjoy my family." And I bounced around, came out of University of Arizona, not getting a lot of love. Was in St. Lou. I was in the Lou. Then found my way to Philadelphia. And then you know, bought a condo down in Jacksonville with my girlfriend Deborah, and we're just having a good time. You boys have fun. Yeah. By the way, left. By the way, left. Right. That's when he went to. That's when he went to St. Louis. Left Philly, and then came back to Philly. And they're like, "Sure, well, we liked this guy when he was here." He's like, "Yeah, just hang out on the bench." He goes, "Are you guys need me to take you through the playoffs?" It's always fun to watch a ginger <laughs> run around and stuff. You know what I mean? Every time he gets uh, hit by a linebacker, glitter comes out of him. 
uh, Sparkles. He goes, uh, you know, it's not a bad position. He goes, and then they're like, we need you to come in and win the Super Bowl. He goes, Let's bang that out real quick. Yeah, he, he, Nick Foles definitely had the energy of a guy stubbing out a cigarette to get in the game and get week 10. Really. I'm, I'm, I'm up. All right. Dude, I'll be right in. Someone pointed out something uh, so great. Was that the, uh, oh, yeah, it was uh, H. Foley. I think he was like in Philadelphia. He goes, Carson Wentz has to go into a stadium every day that in front of it has a statue of a quarterback that was there. Like he was the starting quarterback that season, Carson Wentz, and there's a statue of the other quarterback there. I mean, dude, I there's a Nick Foles statue outside. That's so funny. How, dude, how could he feel comfortable in this city, dude? I think he's just done in Philly. I, I think maybe yeah. he is. Shane says he's great. And uh, he's got a much more uh, better football uh, knowledge in mind than me. I just have, like, the layman's. I watch the game, you know? Man, what if he went to, like, Minnesota and won a Super Bowl? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough walking by that every day. If you just had to walk through your house. Like, if you were married to a woman and she had a statue of her ex-husband, <laughs> and you just walk by and you go, hey, hey I think Tank. Some, yeah, I think some birds shit on Tank. I go, walking by, you, I might is it. he dead? He goes, no. No, he's alive. No, he lives in Cleveland. Yeah, goes, we, st uh, we still talk. You, go, you guys still talk? I don't. No, it's not like that anymore. Nothing romantic. But uh, yeah, just you know, he checks in. Yeah, so that's Hank. Uh, the Hank statue uh, over oh, here. Tank, Evo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tank. That's even funnier. It's Tank. That's Tank. My first love. Statue of my love, Tank. My first she love. Goes, she goes. Listen, I was into dangerous drugs and wild sex. That, but then yeah. I found you, baby. And we just like still watch wearing, TV together. Like, still wearing a class ring with another <laughs> another dude's class ring around her necklace. I gotta grab his Letterman jacket. It's cold out. Goes, <laughs> How do you have Tank's Letterman? God damn it. God damn. She goes because it's just big and cozy. He was huge. Oh my god! It like hurt. What? Why did you add that last part in? Yeah, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Is that every man's dream to just hurt a girl? Yeah, dude. Dick? You, uh, you you uppity bitches need to be taken down a notch with our dicks. Yeah, that's it. We're gonna hurt you. Hurt you with our. Boom. Our prediction: pain. <laughs> but I guess it is nice to hear every now and again someone be like, Whoa, man. you know, it's like, hang on a second, I have to get used to it. And you're like, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want the shopkeeper being like, oh, I didn't realize you've been here for a while. <laughs> oh, you've been looking around in the back. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear you come in. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't yeah. that you've, been, you've been pounding away, and she goes, oh my god, for Christ's sakes, put it all the way in. You go, <laughs> What's up? What? Huh? What? Yeah, she goes, oh, my God, stop teasing me. Put it all the way in. Yeah, she goes, I'm just uh, enough of just that. <laughs> you've, been, you've been flexing your ass muscles. You've been pushing so hard. And she's like, for the love of God, I can't take it anymore. Put the whole thing in. Oh, stop pushing. What? Stop pushing down. On my, stop pushing down on my hips and just put it all the way in. <laughs> I believe we've uh, found ourselves with not enough rope, miss. Yeah. She's like, you've tickled the outsides enough. Now really bury it. Oh, that's when your that's when your dirty talk goes to you saving your ego, where you go, God, you have such a gargantuan pussy. <laughs> no, that's when you just jam a finger in their butt. You got to change focus of what's happening. You Major pain. You yeah, got to fucking uh, change yeah. where the pain is. That's it. That's the uh, that's the classic misdirect. I usually do a wet willy. <laughs> the old classic misdirect. Zip she goes, oh, you can stick it all the way in. Oh. The wet willy. She goes, why'd you do that? And I go, yeah. Oh, my God, it's fucking gross. That's gross. He's like, come oh, on, you man. tighten up. Chill. Oh, you tighten up. Oh, you tighten up. Oh. Oh. Come on, babe, chill.
Chill, 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 chill. chill. We got uh, Nate Bargetsy joining us on the show. His new podcast, Nate Land, out on All Things Comedy. You can download it uh, wherever the hell you want. Wherever the hell you want. But we got some topics for him. Some topics that you wanted to talk about, which I'm very excited about, Jay. Yeah, so many topics. And I I do. I think uh, when we have uh, Nate come on, yeah, I want to show, we should show him the video, the homeless guy video. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do do Ellen's apology first, or do you want to do the other stuff? Nope. Uh, What are our choices? Give me some rundown. We have Colby Covington fanboying for Trump. We have Degeneres apologizing and not meeting it. And uh, Drew Barrymore bombing on her monologue. We should maybe save Colby Covington with Trump for uh, Ted Alexandro because... I don't want Nate to lose fans. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like, that guy's awesome, and Trump's right, and Trump rules. And you're like, everyone rules. Yeah, I everyone ruled. Now, Ellen, we could see the fake nice, because I guess the the feedback is is that she just came out and was like, she pulled the Louie. She was just like, hey, don't jerk off in front of women. All right, anyways, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Jerking off's weird. Anyway. She almost had the same exact joke that Louie did. Because remember, Louis came back at Skankfest, and he goes, "If I have any advice for you, if you if a woman ever says she wants to watch you masturbate, make sure you just follow up with, are you sure? If you ever ask a woman to masturbate and she says yes, just follow up with, are you sure? And if she says yes, still don't do it. Yeah, kind of a similar yes, joke. Still do it. Kind of a similar joke Ellen comes out with. Really? Where she, yeah, where she's like, how well, is, I don't it a joke. is it a joke or her apology? Dude, I, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but from what I, the article, the, the two articles. Oh, it's a video? Like, it's not just written? It's her TV show, It's dude. her monologue coming back for season 18. Thank you. <laughs> watch, it, Jay, watch it, Jay, find out that it's more. So you know, you go, yeah, dude, three-day weekend. No homework. You went, fuck yes. Come on, dude, what? No. Yes? No. Come yes. on. Uh, the one thing I'll comment on, um, this is really. Her giant ears? Her ears uh, are growing and her head shrinking? <laughs> no, but just about like people. Yeah, dude, she looks very strange. She looks very much like she's escorting uh, people to get rid of a ring in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, she that's what like, I was going to say. Something like, she looks she like protects a jewel or something. Hey, like she, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> she's cursed. She's cursed to protect a jewel. Uh, dude, bring it up if you can find it. Her monologue's got to be online because it was on Ellen yeah, Tube. I have it. Oh, I have it from Ellen. She posted it. She's starting like Bat Boy, who lives in the basement from the National Enquirer. <laughs> yeah. That's my Bat Boy. That's my Bat Boy impression. I can't do volumes. It's just me sticking my mouth as wide as I can. And <laughs> Dude, me and, me, and my old, me and my old college roommate used to. Me and my buddy Sumner, who's you've met Sumner. He sat in on a bonfire. Mark, oh yeah, my friend, my friend from college. We used to shit on one of our roommates, this guy Matt, because he was a hippie. And he'd listen to like string cheese incident and all that kind of shit. And uh, Sumner was a power lifter that was like t- had nothing in his room. He, jo- your your step, your Joe would have loved Mark in college. He was a power lifter. He weighed two hundred eighty pounds. He was just like a big shaved head guy that's like terrifying looking. He's the guy that I would go to gold. Did he used the word mass a lot when he yes, was discussing all the men's time. bodies. All the time, all okay. the time. Then yeah, he would have loved Joe. Yeah. And he all all that was in his room was a bed, a scale, a desk, and a poster of a guy setting the squat world record with like fucking thirteen hundred pounds. And this motherfucker would just go to Gold's gym before and after classes. But I would drive in because we lived in this house far off campus. And he's the guy that I videotaped doing deadlifts. But uh, which made me feel the gay. <laughs> Were you holding his jacket too? Yeah, I was going. Baby, do 
idiot. Um, but we, the roommate, the hippie roommate that he hated, had this girlfriend, and we always said she looked like Bat Boy. So yeah. <laughs> without without saying anything, just we'd be in the kitchen, and I'd be in the living room, or whatever, and Sumner would just go. <laughs> just do the open mouth while everyone was around and I would just start fucking laughing because like, you're not saying anything you're just doing your mouth wide open yeah Christine bring up a picture of bad boy so people know what I'm talking about we'll tweet it out at the bonfire SXM it's that classic National Enquirer picture yeah yeah and it's just like giant it's it's all photoshop <laughs> it's just eyes bigger and he's like ah. it's <laughs> fake yeah of course it turns out it's fake no one ever saw bad boy I remember several times laughing out of context with a living room full of people because I'd look to the kitchen and Sumner's just going, yeah, we just do that. just do that bad boy pose. Have you ever, I know we go all these tangents, but Christine, bring up the American dad bad boy. Oh, man. I haven't thought of that. I haven't fucking thought of that in 18 I haven't thought of that in 18 years, dude. That was such a quiet... You know when you have something in the room and you're shitting on someone, but they can't know? So it was just like we'd start laughing, and then Matt and his girlfriend would be like, what are you guys laughing about? I'd be like, ow, we... South Park. Just whatever, stupid stuff. I, I farted. Sumner would be the guy that at, when I'd walk out of a lecture hall, he would give me the cable guy. Where he'd go, Steven! Steve-o! Hey, buddy! <laughs> Stevie, time to leave me. And I'm like, fucking dude, shut up. Shut up, dude. And it's like me and like a bunch of these hot Arizona girls, and I'm just like in my liquor t-shirt, <laughs> jean shorts. And I'm just like, dude, shut up, Sumner. Shut up. And he's like, Stevo! Did you find Bat Boy American Dad, Christine? Oh, this is the best. Well, it's great. Um, I would say I would say you find, but it's a, it's a haunted house episode. Basically, he's making a haunted house, and everyone's going into a, a different person's haunted house. And they say it's better. He goes, but I hired Bat Boy. And he comes out of the closet like the picture, and he goes, yeah. I'm still sure going to need that money. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he still needs to be paid. Yeah. I know what you were saying yesterday when you were saying that you're a bigger fan of McFarlane cartoons than South Park, because yeah. what I understand about that, while I am a bigger South Park fan, yeah. Family Guy has these random-ass jokes that hit so hard. Yeah. Whereas, like, South Park, it's, like, such good jokes that you, like, you're like, oh, wow, that's really funny. Well, like, South, Park, South Park is here's what it is. South Park is the episodes are written. They're like brilliantly, yeah, the crafted and, and rifted and, and yeah, and what they're going at and like the the social commentary on it too in yeah. there, but without sacrificing anything for like over the top, they'll go for funny. I love that the McFarlane things are every episode is like someone learns a lesson of like not being a dick. <laughs> like it's all they ever are. Like somebody's wrong and then they have to uh, make up for being wrong. It's there. It's all they ever, most American dads at some point, he goes, you're right, Francine. He has to say yeah. that at some point of the episode. It doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's just like all the, the cutaways, the jokes. Uh, One of the things that know, I like in references, that's why I love it too. I'm a big reference guy. One of the things I miss the most about living with Vecchione was that's how I could always talk him into smoking weed. Was I'd be like, watch some cartoons. Do you want a Family Guy? I'd be like, do you yeah. want to smoke a bowl and watch a Family Guy? And he'd be like, yeah. And then like seeing the one joke that really made him laugh, like cough laugh. You know what I mean? I remember yeah. on one episode, yeah, it, was, it was showing an Italian mother how to use an iPad. 
You know, yeah, and she goes, yeah, yeah. Well, what does that do? Why don't do that? Tommy could have done this. He goes, you want me to say it? Tommy was dirty. She goes, boy, you're going to do that. Watching Vecchio um, fucking cry laugh to that. I was like, God damn, that made my night. Can I say one of the funniest things that I know about Vecchio? It's going to hit you when I say this. You're going to laugh, I think. is I'm one of the few people, I believe, who has smoked weed with Mike Vecchio yeah. in my life. And it is literally like showing... Uh, like a chimp who learned how to talk to, to smoke pot. He does it so uncomfortably. If it's a joint, he holds yeah. his arm up in the air. Like yeah. it's like he does a whole thing. Like he's presenting it to his mouth like an armatron or something. I would uh, 100% if we were in a, in an alley that I'd be like, not only with the way he w- looks, but the way he smokes weed, I'd be like, ah, you're undercover. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then when he, and then when he takes it in, it's very like dramatic. Like he like, he goes like, he like holds it in and he like, he looks down, he like just like lets it out very methodically. It's yeah. all so like it's like he's reading like what to do next on each thing. He goes, now would... exhale slowly. <laughs> okay, good job, good job. And repeat step. No, I won't. I'll I'll do one and see where it goes. <laughs> it's the it's the inhale that you're missing though, because what he'll do is he'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he, uh, if it's a bowl, I think you actually have to do it for him. No, you got good at it. I taught him how to do it. Yeah, but I, I bet even, the, but I bet even the lightering is done like a weirdly, a weird angle of lightering. You don't realize how big of a piece of shit you are until you have to light a bowl for someone else, and then you just do it well. Where you're like, yeah, here you go, like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and you're like, how did I learn that turn and scoop? Oh yeah, because <laughs> I've been burning my fingers since I was fucking twelve. That's why. It's like, oh cool. We just come in and you go, there you go, dude. Just hit it like that, like that. And when they do it for you, like if you're driving and you're like, hey, let me hit this bowl, and then they're like, ow, ow, I keep burning my fingers. It's like you don't turn it the right way. Um, do you have the Ellen apology? I do have the Ellen apology. I'm ready to see it. It's the clip. It is a long clip, but I'll... Man, if she just came out. She's like, double guns, suck my clit, fuck you, I'm a billionaire. Well, the first comment is, hi, everyone, I got caught, sorry, not sorry. Rules for thee, but not for me. Oh, man, she looks like... Is this her first in studio? I think so. This is weird. This is like when... She has like a Ben Roethlisberger after he got accused of rape face. You know, he's like a little puffier. Yeah. Like what? he's just been, she's like she's just been hiding out and like just putting a lot of expensive lotion on her face. Figuring out what to do. Ah, oh, fuck. I really fucked up here. I really fucked up here. She didn't come out dancing? <laughs> How cool would it have been if she sea walked? She just fucking sea walks to a remark on the stage and she's like, What's up, what's up, Marky ass busters? Hey, what's up? It's me, Alan. What's up? Rep your set, dog. <laughs> Dude, by the way, did you guys see the, the fucking guy for cheer? Jerry, the one that we all loved, got busted with fucking kid porn. Yeah, Who? I did see that. The, the fat the fat the one male that we cheerleaders. Like from cheer. Oh, uh, what's two he look counts. like though? Oh, Black Lou? It's two counts because it was twins. He was trying to get twin brothers. Oh, he was having the make porn. Man, come on. Don't get greedy. Yeah, well, you know, though, but the thing is, with uh, when you're going with kids, you have to hire twins because they can... <laughs> that's, that's, uh, Acting rules. Union rules, yeah. Yeah, we, we call that an Olsen. So you can't just fuck one kid as much as you want. At some point, you're going to have to swap out. So no, it's actually, it, it, it actually... Jay's it right. It makes it's like, sense, but it's fucked up. Jay's right. It's like hockey players with gloves. 
they like in the NHL they have like three different pairs of game. So it doesn't get too sweaty inside. So you lost weight. He probably wasn't able to get kids when he was fatter. Uh, who dialed into a hearing on Monday by phone, waived his de- he waived his detention and preliminary hearing at a 10-minute hearing. I mean, they like to put hearing in this fucking description of the photo. Hearings with hearing. <laughs> hearing with hearing. He lost his hearing in his hearing. Um, what does it say on the article? Hearing. Hearing, hearing. Uh, Jerry Harris, breakout star of the Emmy-winning Netflix series Cheer, who was arrested last week and charged with... Uh, sorry, the my screen goes down. Producing, producing. producing. This is the this is the. Yeah. We're gonna put the little ones on the big screen. Little people on the big screen. I'm pro, I'm a producer. I'm a child was, pornographer producer. What are you thinking, Jerry? He goes elevator pitch. Fuck <laughs> He goes. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna tell you right now. <laughs> he goes, Real quick, before I can get you before the parking lot, twins. Yeah, doing it, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Sleeves. If you give me two seconds of your time, fucking twin children. Yes. Ah, uh, no, thank you. I'm, li- I'm listening. All right, take it to un- take it to unleash the meat. Or what was it called? <laughs> what was the one? The leak dick dick pics. Leak meat. Leak meat. Leak meat. Leak meat. Um. All right, go back up. Sorry. Mr. Harris, who dialed into a phone, was represented by three lawyers. Um, his lead lawyer asked the judge to propone, uh, postpone the decision about whether Mr. Harris will be released on bond, saying he did not have a plan for Mr. Harris could stay if he were released. What happened? Though? I'm, what in, the, it, I'm in the, the middle of a production right now. We're location scouting. I can call in. Listen, I feel like George Lucas and these two boys are Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Yes, I always have a lens around my neck. Why? Yeah. Yes, I'm wearing a fedora. Why? What's that have to do with anything? I'm a producer. I produce. There it is. How old are the kids? Okay. Uh, two 14-year-old twin brothers. Oh, wait. Also- it starts oh. here. In an, in an interview with law, law enforcement f- officials last week, Mr. Harris admitted to exchanging, he's 21, sexually explicit photos on Snapchat with at least 10 to 15 people he knew were minors. You woof. Having sex with a 15-year-old at a cheerleading competition in 2019 and paying a 17-year-old to send him naked photos. Two 14-year-old twin brothers also filed a lawsuit against Mr. Harris in Texas, uh, accusing him of online and in-person harassment that lasted for more than a year, beginning when the boys were 13 and Mr. Harris was 19. Yuff. Whoa. Well, Hot. <laughs> what childhood? Yeah. <laughs> if you're a twin, you can't, you can't hame your twin. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, fucking this one. I, I'm Siegfried. He's Roy. Roy loved it. The butt. Did you guys see uh, uh, fucking twins? It's a uh, the production was a nightmare. I got to be honest with you. He goes honestly. Three month shoot, and it was like just get me well, home. We got it out. The fan base was there for us. They bought it. But I got to tell you, the production overall a nightmare. These these twins became divas quick. They realized they were the center of the show pretty quick. Studio approached me about a prequel. I had to walk away. <laughs> I, don't I don't want walk to away. I don't want to be I a part of it. In my mind, the story started and ended there. But I I, they, they, they got visions for things. I don't know if there's a toy deal in the works. <laughs> action figures for the fuck twins. I don't know if there's an action figure with the works right now, but uh, I don't want to get into all that. That's, that's legal mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Let's go to this Ellen apology. Sorry to sidetrack. Apology, 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 apology. Man, people apology. love apologies. 
Those are the new songs. Get, some, <laughs> get someone to fucking apologize, please. Oh, boy. Welcome to season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres Show. It's old enough to fuck. Yeah. You should open with that joke. You should open with that joke. It's so funny. It's so funny. Hold on. This is the best part of this entire now situation. Now featuring no sexual harassment. Yeah. It's it's Ellen DeGeneres season 18 light. Now without the mean. She, you realize without an audience, now her staff is forced to clap for her as she apologizes about being mean to them. How fucking funny Sorry, is that? I'm talking to you, Nelson. My yeah. apologies to she that goes, like I did back there. Hey, actually in wardrobe, that, that applause seemed weak. I'm saying I'm sorry for being mean. Don't fuck yeah. this up. She has to do, uh, you know, uh, when my mom would be in front of people, but she would be mad at me. So, like, she would have her normal voice with her friend, you know? She'd be like, Linda, I'm telling you, I went there. Dan, stop it. Stop it, Dan. <laughs> that's what she's doing with That's what she's doing with the fucking crew. She's yeah. like, you guys, whoa, things got a little crazy. Get the fuck off this crocodile stable. I'll fucking kill you. Christine, before you hit play, can you bring up Corey Taylor's old man mask when he was in Slipknot, or his old Slipknot old man mask, and tell well, me it doesn't also look like Johnny, like Johnny Knoxville and Bad Grandpa. Sort of, but you know, it's uh, his. You know, they wear the masks on stage, Slipknot, and he has an old you know, man one. I liked being in person, but I forgot how dope it is to watch me do my own mic tricks. Oh shit! That doesn't work in person. No, it doesn't. But man, do I sell it! Man, do I you're, sell it on? You're ambidextrous. I could do both. I go both ways. What? No. Huh? huh? That came out wrong. I don't get it. What? What the fuck are you saying? I can't work on this production anymore. That's the old man mask? Yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah, it wasn't as good as I thought. Do you? How much hand makeup do you think? How long do you think that hand makeup takes to apply for him when he has to do that? Who? Corey Taylor. He had like scabs on his hand when he had the mask on. Oh, that he might just be scabs on his hands. Uh, they looked, you know, they looked okay. spooky. Like they I've were. Never seen him put like special effects makeup on uh, their masks. Usually, just oh, like, I didn't. I didn't know if that was a thing. I didn't know if that was usually thing. just like black, like soot all over. Him, it looks like. Like if they come in to ask him about the set list and he's having his hands done under, you know, on a Fucking table. Fucking Rick Baker. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> see. Oh yeah, but it's just dirt on them. You're right. And dirt, dirt don't hurt. Don't hurt. Dirt don't hurt. Dirt don't. Oh, that's toughy for a dumb accent. Yeah, that's how you tie up a Philly cop. He goes, were you drinking tonight? I go, were you drinking tonight, officer? He goes, does dirt hurt? Does dirt hurt? Dirt don't hurt. Dirt don't hurt. Oh, oh. You know what? I'm going to rest myself. Just drive me to the station. Should we take a break and do this with Nate? Well, Nate is so nice, so it would be fun to think about what Nate's other personality is like, right. We'll, we'll shit on her staff. around Nate. We'll yeah, shit. Perfect. We'll shit on her around Nate. Perfect. Let's do that. Um, because he's coming on in a few minutes here. We'll take a break. I have to go. Uh, well, my Dude, Mike Vecchione just texted me. Do you think he knew we were talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> I've had him on speakerphone this whole time. No, but I have so much stuff still there. Real cool, dude. Real cool. No, I still like to go back there and sleep in my bed. Um. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Ellen's apology and Nate Bargatze. It's the bonfire. To Radio Sirius XM 95, I'm Dan Soder. That is Big J Okerson. Joining us, old friend of the show, old friend just in general. It's the one and only Nate Bargatze, everyone. Oh. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that's wow. pretty big. Nate's got a new podcast out, Nate Land. You can uh, download it wherever you listen to podcasts. And also check out his one-night-only drive-in tour. Uh, dates coming up in Pittsburgh, Cape Cod, and Ridgefield, Connecticut. For tickets and other tour dates, go to NateBargetzi.com. Calm. Man, that's the most official I've ever been on this show, Nate. Yeah, I dude, to... you killed it. That was, uh, I know I'm going to use that as just my promo stuff, yes. you know, just as my real, whatever you send out, I don't know what it is, but if I sent out stuff, I would do that. Thanks, how, are the, uh, how are the drive-in shows? David described it to me as humbling. <laughs> 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 I, I, that's unbelievable. I haven't done them yet, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done, you know, I've, I've just only done Zanies and stand up live. Like they've occasionally that they, they do like half capacity or 20 people. When we did a couple nights of Zanies where they could only do 25 people, it was pretty tough. I mean, that was, even though it's, you know, I'm used to performing in front of plenty of times, 25 people, but it just, that's a Tuesday at the world. <laughs> it feels defeated yeah. is the problem. It feels I think, like, the people that are there, like, uh, you know, if if the room feels kind of, I mean, half full, and with stuff spread out, a room can feel, it feels full. Like, yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's not. Like yeah. But, Nate, to, yeah, you're right. When I did Helium in St. Louis in June, the Thursday crowd didn't care that it was half full the thursday crowd yeah. was like this is awesome and then that kind of gave me a different like let's just have fucking fun whereas like saturday early show you could tell they're like ah oh, this is weird and then you're like yeah. guys don't be weird by the time you're up there you're like this is well, fine and they're like it's kind of the thing i told you when we added the extra show but it was like a 4 p.m show in in connecticut yeah because the other ones were selling out and then like 15 people or whatever bought tickets and they were like, should we do the show? And I was like, no. And only because, literally because it's not that I wouldn't perform for 15 people. I don't give a shit about it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we've done it, as I said, we've said it a zillion times in our lives. It's not that. I, it's like at this point, though, those 15 tickets are definitely fans. They're coming yeah. to a 4 p.m. show. And you're like, they don't even realize. Even <laughs> yeah, or, they're, or they're just terrible at buying yeah. tickets to shows. Yeah. <laughs> even if they're upset that the show's not happening, they don't. Re what they might not realize is that I I'm telling them, like, when you pictured coming to see me, that's not how you pictured coming to see me. Yeah, like, you wanted to laugh with a bunch of people in the room and have that like you know wave a laugh. Yeah, like, they, like if they went and the their people would ask them, I mean, were, did y'all go to the hospital? Does Jay have COVID? Like that's <laughs> what it's like what? it's like you want their tickets to come visit me in the hospital? Fifteen only. <laughs> Hey, do you want, people, do you want to, people only? Do you want a do you want a light medical procedure before you do <laughs> me? You have to. You have to get... I, I would tell my fun joke uh, during the when I'd go out say that say just everybody. I know everybody feels weird about being out, uh, but just heads up: uh, one person in this room does have COVID. <laughs> you can guess who it is. You win two free tickets to Zanies next week. <laughs> uh, it's got it's got to be the headliner that you're promoting. With like yeah. the, MC, the MC goes, one of you has COVID. If you can guess who it is, two yes. free tickets to see Eric Griffin. Five shows I'm next week. I'm <laughs> so. Uh, I'm so glad Zanies is back open. I, I love Lucy over there so much. Yeah, Lucy like, uh, she's the best. And then also just the fact that like they had the press of like comedy's happening in Nashville. <laughs> like DL Hughley like passes out on stage. He's like, yeah, Jay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dying from it. I'm dying. <laughs> Jay, I was the next weekend. I was supposed to be the next weekend at Zanies Nashville, and I'm talking to Nate, and Nate's like. Buddy, we're fucking <laughs> banging and banging. We're Shows rolling. are going. We're going. 
COVID what, dude? It's fucking 1998 down here. You can go inside again. And then all of a sudden, I see that D.L. Hughley video, and I'm like, oh, no, D.L. died on stage. And then like, he goes, and President Trump's a dummy because he cut. Hey, can anybody else not smell? Yeah. I'm going out. <laughs> yeah. So what the thing that bothered me with that, though, is he went on, and I think he, I, look, I get he's making jokes, but he went on, like, The Daily Show, and they were, you know, it's like, why would you go down to Nashville where they don't care about COVID? You're like, yo, he brought that to us. <laughs> he didn't get it on the stage. Yeah. He brought it from his, like, radio job or something. And the British so, like, it's his fault. Like, everybody down here thinks, I heard Howard Stern talked about it the other day. Some guy called in, and this stuff makes me so mad. This guy called in Howard Stern. He's like, oh, the guy's like, I used to, I, we lived in Nashville. We moved. No one was wearing masks. You're like, you want to go, well, can I, let's ask some follow-up questions, sir. Where was no one wearing masks? Because I see them all wearing, everybody's wearing masks. And then they just go, well, that's Nashville. Tennessee's just a bunch of lunatics. We're doing everything good. You maniacs are bringing it down here. Yo, fucking uh, Howard Stern, I was listening the other day. It really, like, he's so, uh, not even down about it. But his lack of belief in this country to get past it, because uh, in his mind, no one's wearing masks. He's, he's bringing out points. He was showing like the Emmys and stuff, and like, yeah, it does. The problem in this country, though, to agree with him to some degree, is that once you let your guard down for a, a minute, you realize that you just jump right back in the old habits so quick. Me, as dumb as it sounds, me and Christine yesterday. After I listened to Howard Stern when I we went to the Legion of Skanks last night, I was like, you know what, Christine, let's just actually go back to. Just me and you will smoke our joints instead of taking a pass around from 15 employees and yeah. fans and stuff. I'm like, that's probably not a great idea. Yeah. And it just, cause, but you think in the moment, you're just like, well, I haven't gotten sick from this. And uh, we've been doing skanks for weeks and kind of doing that. And you're like, you know what? It just it's tempting fate. Just takes just takes one deal. Healy, dude. Dude, I'm just telling takes you, one man, Healy. The, th the, the whole thing with this thing is it's everyone is. One of our strengths became our greatest weaknesses, which is Americans can get through anything. And so they were like, COVID, and we're like, we'll live with it. <laughs> Europe was like, we have to shut down everything. Everything needs to be shut down. And America was like, hey, buddy, we're still going to have the NFL. You best believe that. Like, we were like, we'll be fine when it falls. But they had zero positive tests in the NFL. So it's still yeah, pretty they're good. Also, here's, my, here's my question about that. They're also not testing on game day, which, is, which seems to me that they were like, hey, guys. No tests on. I know, but it's not a steroid. It's not like it's something that shows no, up. No, 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 like, I'm, no. But I'm tell. saying, like, the reason they're not doing that is because if one guy, if they were testing on game day, and one guy had it, they'd be like, we have to cancel the games, and then everyone. Yeah, would yeah. I would say it's weird that like they they make uh, the coaches like they're all wearing masks, you know, like in the NBA. Kyle is it? Like, Kyle Shanahan's. Right. He's gonna yeah. fucking find hundred thousand well, dollars a game. I know, but there's a point that you want to go. Like, aren't you testing, old man? Why does why does the coach have to wear a mask? Like, that doesn't make sense to me that the NBA yeah. is like that, too, where you're like, so you're not in the bubble? Like, you know, Nate, you don't understand. Me, Nate, I'll tell you 100% what it is, and this is both political sides do yeah. this. It's all how people perceive you. That's the biggest thing. The NFL just wants to be like, see, we're doing it. It's the same thing. Bill Burr always used to rant about Breast Cancer Awareness Month in the NFL. It was such yeah. an e empty gesture where they're just like, no, we care about those tits. We're the NFL. Yeah, Pink everything. It's just they do this thing where they're like such a big business. Big businesses yeah. like that have to act like we're all every, everything. We're doing everything <laughs> right. We're doing that it. touchdown was for the city of Minneapolis and for tits. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. 
that was for this girl named Danielle that I knew when I was 17 that had big old knockers and then yeah. she was in the grave early. Yeah, she <laughs> lost one. They had to cut one of them off and they put in a big old fake knocker now. But then they even, about but they do that with everything. They do that with like the military where they will they will like uh, camo jerseys one episode. But this is the same thing with COVID where they're like everyone's got on masks. They're made by New Era. And most dude, Andy Reid looked so funny with his fucking visor week one where he's just breathing yeah. hot yeah. air into That's it yeah. but that said, means- uh, do you call the nfl episodes is that how you call uh every yeah. every, every game you go can't wait for this episode between the chiefs this, and the niners let me tell you this, this episode the season finale you go the super bowl, I the go, super bowl. it's called the it's season, the season finale. finale you're a guy that doesn't like sports but trying to like sports yeah. for your no, boyfriend your boyfriend loves sports. He just—he's a Bears fan, and I'm just kind of like, well, is this like, are the divisions like different versions of Real Housewives? Like, NFC <laughs> North? Like, yeah. who's, who's the Marla in the NFC North? I believe she's watching her seventh season of the uh, of the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles show. She doesn't know how yeah. long it's going on. It's men's. It's she's men's. Like, uh, like it. <laughs> it's a grind. It's a grind. Uh, you go through it. The Sixers. The seventy six it looked so good. It was like so far so far the season with the with the Eagles story, she's not enjoying the show. (laughs) This season they released a mysterious virus. (laughs) Some of the the heads of them. Uh, you guys talk about cancer, like I uh, I talked about it once on but like uh, with cancer, isn't don't you think we should have solved just one of the cancers by now? I mean there has to there has to be trillions of dollars. I think they got prostitutes. I think prostate cancer, if found early, as bad as it sounds, and what it could do, prostate cancer, I think if they just catch it early enough, it really is not a big deal problem. But it's very they solvable. Don't. It's, well, let's, yeah. If let's, they don't, it's you die. Like that, so, you know, right. it's, it's it, like that, any, any cancer, I think if they catch it early. Uh, right. Let's pose a question. Would you rather find out that you are positive for cancer or AIDS? I mean... Uh, uh, yeah, it depends on the AIDS. I've watched enough cable TV in quarantine to tell you. And smoke weed on the break. AIDS, baby. <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnny Depp of 21 Jump Street. I'm going, I'm I don't know going. a lot about AIDS. But I do know I'd rather have it in 2020 than cancer. Well, AIDS, yeah, I mean, but the, 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 here's the thing. AIDS isn't curable, and and cancer is curable. But there's... But cancer, you can get it again. You know, no, no, you for know. sure. But you, you have to get tested the rest of your life. But you have AIDS, you have for AIDS. sure. Yeah, I take it aggressively. Like Magic Johnson yeah. lives with AIDS. Yes, dude, wheeling and dealing. Magic, yeah. the magic still going. Right, strong. but like Robin Quivers doesn't have cancer anymore. Sure, yeah. but now Robin yeah. Quivers always has to worry about cancer coming back. Sure, and and Magic knows he dunked on AIDS. Yeah. Well, yes, but he's got to have a conversation with everybody. Hey, I just mean, dude, his, life, uh, his life is. Sick. I have, you know, imagine like some girl he's with, and he, she's like, "Oh gosh, how bad is it?" He goes, "It's worse than you think it's going to be." Whatever he goes, he goes. We use metal straws here because we care about the turtles in the ocean. He goes, "Oof, well." <laughs> You're gonna want to burn this one afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought it was a little edge caught my lip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, goes, got a paper cut on that envelope. You guys yeah. might want to burn this house down. <laughs> you, you, guys should, you guys should move out. <laughs> hey, you guys, I just coughed blood somewhere in the carpet. So, <laughs> yeah. nice to, uh, 
I don't, yeah. yeah. He goes, just had a hangnail, and it got on the uh, sheets of the yeah. bed. I got a hangnail, yeah. and uh, I'm going to be honest with you, you might want to start over. I might yeah. just want to break up this room. Yeah. I, I, I had a bloody yeah. shit in your guest room, so I'd probably blow that toilet up and anything that oh, uh, used to. And they're like, oh, do you have COVID? Oh, you wish I had COVID. Yeah. No, oh, no, man. Wouldn't oh, that be great? Honey. Two yeah. weeks, you'd be back in the game? No, no, no. This is much yeah. more an issue. <laughs> This goes, is a lifestyle change. <laughs> he goes, I'll take a, I'll take a deep cough and a Vader mask for two weeks. He goes, this is, yeah. you got to let everyone know. You got to announce yeah. yourself like a king whenever you're walking. Yeah, you got to do a press conference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is there the drug now that even if you have HIV, if you take it like a little bit before you fuck? Okay, so what if it's HIV and cancer? Ooh, okay, Dan. Now we're talking. <clears throat> you're not uh, in. You're not, you're not like all the way in now. Okay. Now remember, because of my mistake, I have full blown AIDS. Yes, you've already got it. You, you <laughs> got it out. I, was, I I jumped right into that bathhouse and just took it. Yeah, that's also is a thing when you have AIDS. Like no one ever goes when you have cancer. No one ever goes like, "Ooh, how'd you get it?" Like when you have AIDS, <laughs> someone goes, "What?" He goes, "Did you?" Take it? He goes, "What happened? You get butt." Always first, you got butt fucked. <laughs> Dude, that's really a good point. No one's ever like, would you stand too close to a cell phone tower? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, did you grow up in your power lines or something? <laughs> did, you, did you smoke a lot and have a lot of conversations yeah. on those T-Mobiles? Yeah, what happened? Did you, you fall in the chemicals? blood transfusion. You got to just, I mean, you, I want to be blood transfusion. You gotta just want to tell you the rest of the story. Just know I've had a blood transfusion. Unless, <laughs> unless, you unless you're hilarious and then you just tell them vacation. He goes, in the 90s, <laughs> I was in the industrial rock gay vampire scene. And... Uh, <laughs> I used to be with nine inch nails and just biting <laughs> hot hot Latino dudes with long hair. Yeah. I, I was a bite bottom, which meant <laughs> uh, I would take them in my ass and be bitten. He basically is like, I don't remember all those days, but I do remember all those days because I, I can't forget this one thing. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, let's just say I got left with a pretty heavy receipt on that. Yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, the uh, memories are a little fuzzy, but uh, let's just say I know they happened. You know? <laughs> every, time, every time I go see a specialist. Oh, you got a tattoo? I mean, something even worse than that. Something that's more longer than that. <laughs> oh, cool. I think people would feel more comfortable in the room with an exorcism than me getting a tattoo. <laughs> but if someone... Find out what that, what that medicine is, Christine, because I still got to say, if someone's like, hey, look... I should know it because it's on go, every they, commercial. They go, yeah, they go, I have AIDS. But, and, and you just watch them, they go, but don't worry, this, this little pill right here, if I take it, I can just squirt up inside you all I want. It's no big deal at all. You know, What's great? Uh, goes, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot on that pill, man. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I take this pill. It's fucking raw dog city. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> <laughs> he, just starts, he just starts being honest. He goes, you want to feel stuff? Take this pill. If not, keep bagging it up. He goes, uh, he goes you know what, man? Just put a condom on anyway. And he goes, I, but I took the pill. What's I, took the, I, took the, I took the Zetruvia. <laughs> Do I not take my Zetruvia? Honey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snort this line of Zetruvia, then you can just blast goes, in this ass. Goes, I'm going di to have diarrhea and suicidal thoughts, and you're still making me wear a condom? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have random uh, random cramps, and I an overall general feeling of malaise. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, he's like, but I will also have diarrhea and suicidal thoughts <laughs> <laughs> through this. So uh, yeah. my, stomach, uh, my stomach's a mess with nerves since I let you fuck <laughs> with, for, for trusting a pill to not give me AIDS. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm just, a mess right now. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I now I'm on Zoloft. Oh, it's yeah. called prep. Pre-exposure prophylax? Prophylax. 
Yeah, when, when people who are at risk for HIV take daily medicine to prevent HIV. Uh, it can take it. It can stop it from taking hold and spreading throughout your body. Yeah, you it's it's highly effective in preventing HIV from sex or injection. What does what does prep mean? It means I'm prepping you to now live with AIDS because you have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> this should have taken some prep. It looks like you skipped a course and now you have AIDS. <laughs> like, I gotta tell you what, man. It's really uh that's a very encouraging thing, even for what we have to figure out now with like COVID. That I'm like, I mean, it took a way long time. But I it mean, said uh, one thing said seventy four percent. It said you have a seventy four percent chance not to, no, no. which is not high. No, 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 it's not what it's saying. It's saying no. It says it's a seventy four percent more of a, a chance of not getting it. There's still if you if somebody fucks you. I know, with, but uh, I mean, don't you want it to? I mean, if they told yeah, you, you want a hundred percent. You want hundred. You want to make time. You don't want to go. Not even saying seventy five percent. You can't even say three quarters of a chance of not. Getting it. <laughs> You're right after three quarters. That's, yeah, three out of four. Three out of four loads were swatting away. But every time, yeah. one, even one got through on Matumbo every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a mood change. That's a weird conversation to have. Where you go, how do you like three fourths chances of you not getting AIDS if I take this yeah. pill? And you're like, no condom. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you guys didn't answer. Would you rather have HIV or cancer? If uh, early early caught cancer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, early, I think, because you can, you know, I mean, it depends on the cancer, but they are early called cancer. Jacob? No. Uh, can I tell you the flaw in the questioning? There's no way. Uh, can I tell no you the question. flaw in the questioning, Dan? Sure. Is because, exactly, you're saying certain things, like, if you get fucking mouth cancer, and, like, the way to get rid of it, I'm talking, your, I'm talking lower, your, It's taking off your lower jaw, which is just something that could happen. <clears throat> and it's, it's, it's insane and grotesque. If something like that happens, I'd rather have HIV and just, you know, shoot 74% clean loads. <laughs> I spit all over my fucking computer. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I, I just marry someone with AIDS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get someone else on prep. Chaz Sheen. You got to see what that group looks like, you know? Yeah. Oh, there are some smoking hot people with HIV. Yeah, and you gotta, you know, you gotta. I mean, you go, and then you're the guy in the in your marriage when you give the toast. You're going. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I, if we both don't have AIDS, I have zero chance with this girl. Yeah, you know. I, 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 that girl, like beautiful. That girl, that beautiful, would never talk to me in a million years. He goes, she also has AIDS. He goes, let me go buy her a drink. Oh, (laughs) and my best man toast at the at the wedding where I go. We thought Charles was given a death sentence, but it turns out he was given a new life. <laughs> AIDS brought him love. <laughs> Everybody write your name on your cup so you don't share cups. Yeah. Also, guys, we had, oh, a, we had a shut blue, the fuck up. A positive singles is the AIDS positive dating site. World's largest confidential herpes and STD support community. I wonder if they allow you to go on there if you have HIV. Um... Check with yeah. Living With. Christine, go to the Living With column and see what viruses they let you live with. There you go. Hepatitis, HIV. gonorrhea, HIV. HIV. You're not in, baby. So only HIV, not actual AIDS. So, Dan, you can't go to this. All right. Well, I. that's fine. Your, your, your website's going to be a little bit harder to find. <laughs> mine's, on the dark, mine's on the dark web. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's some sort Christine, of what I would have said. What I was said to look up, which I thought you were just going to do, I thought we were mind melding. I would have just looked up hot girls AIDS, uh, hot girls with AIDS. The, the thought did pop into my head. Thank Everyone's you. got AIDS. It's AIDS. AIDS. 
You know, two people with HIV, they, they still have to bag up because, like, one guy's strain can be stronger. What is it like? like is it like different cuts of barbecue? <laughs> like, yeah, barbecue? that's true. Well, the guy from <laughs> Kansas City, hey, this HIV is more of a dry rub. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're right, Jacob. But I tell you what, you do is you find out who's got the higher strain, and that guy's the bottom. <laughs> Problem solved. He goes, "What do you got?" He goes, "Honey, I got the Godzilla's <laughs> of HIV." Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to do rock paper scissor every night. You just yeah. know. No quarter flip in the bedroom anymore. Bing! <laughs> 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 Calling in the air. And that's yeah. it. You know, you're yeah. roommates by that. And he goes, he goes, oh, man. He goes, oh, man. He goes, I had tacos for lunch, too, man. I hope it's tails. Tails, 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 tails. Yeah. Shit. All right. All right. He goes, just be ginger. <laughs> just be a little ginger about it. Well, let's get to what we originally wanted. Well, wait. I want to see if Christine found hot chicks with AIDS. I, I'm not getting a Google search image. It's just, you know. That's the only time Google. Hot chicks labeled AIDS. Google, Google returned with, did you mean, hey, dude, go sit down. <laughs> it's just like Google's bummed out by you. It's like even the internet's like, this is enough. You guys come did on. it. Right, hot girls move, with AIDS? move on. Move on. What are you, Christine? Maybe on. let's pull back the dial a little bit and let's do. Uh, a hot decent, women, decent hot, girls. No, hot, hot, girls. hot women, HIV positive. This is going to be the one. Jokes. That this is going to get it. An Iowa four. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, I have 10 sexiest women living with HIV. Here we go. Press. Hang on. I'm, a good, I'm good at searching. You really are. You could Google anybody. They gotta know how to finesse those keys a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Here's go hot chicks AIDS. Share your story and the stigma. All right. Let's see. Angie. She's fine. Evelyn, she's all right. Angie's fine. All right. All so right. But I'll tell you what, by the time they get to number three, I'm not gonna throw them to the bus, but I'm like, Yeah. They're not gonna get hotter than this, then I gotta tell you. Jay? You would uh oh, would you this- sing in these? Uh, if you had no idea, you'd go, wait, do all these chicks have AIDS? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, what do all these women have in common? He goes, have AIDS. What? First guess? He goes, yeah. no, what's your next guess? You go, they work at a nail salon together? I don't know. That's both. She was all right. Yeah, she's all right. And she's a uh, number. Dude, I mean, I mean, come on, dude. Hang on a second. <laughs> come on. I thought that was, I thought that was uh, the father from us. <laughs> yeah. It was in Black Panther. Oh, look at this old man. Yeah, it's like. Uh, Women that are fine with it, like you know. Yeah, yeah. There's actual hot girls who have AIDS. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but oh man, these are the women that are willing to tell you. <laughs> tell. Yeah. Them. Oh my Christ! Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, Jay. Stop it! I'm looking for a good book on wizards. I wouldn't fuck that chick if she would cure my AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like the mom that had it that gave it to all her children. <laughs> Actually, my name is Mama AIDS. That's what everyone calls Around here, they call me Mama AIDS. That was a very underwhelming list. That list was upsetting. Even black like women put his nose like up one, to those white women. I feel like one of those ladies made that list for her friends that's in her group. Yeah, my name's Vera, and this is what real sexy women look like. These are weird. Craigslist was, this is where, that's where you went. <laughs> that was 10 hottest ladies on Craigslist with AIDS. <laughs> no, dude, those girls are nowhere near. Those are like socialites. Those girls, or just, but if, you know, if you yeah. do it, and then uh, then people go to jail. Like it's like murder, right? If I you think, don't yeah. tell someone, I think if you don't, if you know, someone, and you don't tell somebody. Yeah, 
be attempted I murder. Like, I think it's like manslaughter. Is it manslaughter or murder? Well, if they die from it, I think giving it to them is like attempted murder or something. I mean, imagine you go to jail 50 years later. They, oh, you know, you're just like, ah. It just, no, I don't, are you sure it was me? Because I, yeah. I took my prep. I took three, four sh- shot. Yeah. Are you sure? I thought I pulled that. I think I only shot like a quarter in. I gave Which, a whole, I, I gave a whole almost uh, another third of room before we become lazy. Which <laughs> mathematics will tell you, she didn't get it from me. I don't know. Look at the bottle, dude. It says it on the bottle. All right. Well, let's it's move. Seven, on. It's a thirty-seven percent chance. So, sure, are you sure? <laughs> let's, uh, Nate. Before you came on, we were gonna. Oh, wait. Christine found another. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no. Just looking at HIV laws, guys. This is going down a weird path. We're looking at <laughs> HIV laws. I'm very in HIV law. What does New York say? It says it is a felony, but I think it varies whether it's um, what's New York. It's a felony, murder. but I mean, come on. <laughs> you got to move right past New York. Don't put your don't pull your butthole out in Chelsea, and you'll be fine. Oh damn! What I thought we were getting to New York. I was like, what? I was getting to, it. Went straight from North Dakota to Ohio. So I'm just oh, New York's dicey on those laws. Do what you want. It's martial law out there, yeah. <laughs> dude. You can tell them whenever you feel necessary as you're walking out. Eggs the next day. Who cares? Gives a shit. Hey, we'll be right back. Hanging out with Nate Bargetsy. Make sure you go listen to his new podcast, Nate Land, available where you can download podcasts. This is the bonfire of the quarantine tips. You know that. Tapes Big Jokers and Dan Soder. Our guest, of course, Nate Bargatze, who is going to be doing a drive in tour. The one that only drive in tour has dates coming up in Pittsburgh, Cape Cod, and Ridgefield, Connecticut. Go to NateBargatze.com for tickets and his new podcast, Nate Land, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're watching Ellen DeGeneres' returning monologue for season 18. Before the break, we were uh, getting ready to watch Nate, Ellen DeGeneres' apology oh, monologue. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I heard about it. I wanted to see it. I've heard yeah. bad things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I told Jay is that, it, um, from what I've read, I haven't watched it either, but the joke that they referenced in one of the articles I read sounded a lot like Louis' joke at Skankfest, where he was like, how was your guys' year? You know, And everyone's like, oh, I get it. But what I told Jay and Christine is, it's just her staff in the studio, so they have to clap for her. So this is yeah. like this weird thing where she's like, "Yeah, hey, you fucking clap. All right, yeah. I'm bad. And they're like, right. this is what we're talking about. Yeah, like, right. thank, you, Karen. thank you, Karen, for not pressing charges on Doug when he pulled his cock out in the cafeteria. We still got him, baby. <laughs> Doug's still here. But let's play, the, let's play the Ellen clip and see her monologue. The first monologue of season 18 after everyone said she was mean. We were going to get past it. We were going to do it before you came on, Nate, but we just stopped at this uh, still of her and talked about the way she looks and things yeah. that look like her for the first uh, <laughs> 45 minutes of the show. <laughs> I can't. I mean, that sounds about right. That's just, <laughs> I mean, that should be the description of the bonfires. <laughs> we never actually made it to the video. We just <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she played uh, backup guard for the Suns in the 90s. Yeah. She goes, I had, I had a cup of coffee with the house under Dan Marley. House under Dan Marley. <laughs> she goes, Thunder's a good dude. We were road roommates. Uh, <laughs> He's a fun guy. She's Steve Nash here. Oh, boy. Welcome to season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres. We're tripping. Whoa. Did, we get, did, did you dose me, Jay? 
Man, you cannot find a, a still of this. I like COVID is just breaking these people down, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are super, super famous. I mean, cannot handle it. You know what's happening, Nate, is everyone's smoke and mirrors are eliminated. So now you're just seeing who the people are and everyone. Everyone's depressed. This is hard for everybody. But the yeah. people that were like had like teams of assistants who were just going around and then had yeah. this public image where they're like, I'm the best and I don't miss. Now you're seeing them and they're like, I'm fucking crazy, man. I'm fucking crazy. I'm sorry. I fucking need help. Please help me. <laughs> Oh boy, welcome to season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres Show. That's her staff. Yeah. Uh, it makes me laugh. So, it's so fucking funny. Though. If you watch <sighs> because you love me, thank you. If you're watching because you don't love me, welcome. <laughs> How was everybody's summer? Good? Yeah? Mine was great. <laughs> Super terrific. I'm so happy to be back in the studio. There are a lot of things I want to talk about. I've been looking forward to addressing it all directly, and unfortunately, talking directly to people has been illegal for six months, so I have a virtual audience here instead. Here you all are. Oh, they're doing like the WWE. So weird. You look beautiful, and I'm sure you smell great. That's what I'm imagining anyway. All right, let's get to it. Um, as you may have heard, this Pause summer it. there were allegations of... She could have gone full heel right now. She could have gone, yeah. I didn't know that I had a bunch of pussies working for me. Yeah. A bunch of sensitive-ass pussies. Yeah. Sluts and fags. Can't get oh, the job The done. whole lot. I'm back there tapping box, tapping rod. No one's fighting back on me. <laughs> tapping <laughs> rod. Yeah. I'm trying to bring a winner's attitude to a goddamn show. He goes, I thought oh, I was. Man, I'm 40. You asked me a question. Goes, I thought I was the uh, first big gay person on television. You got to catch the Moes in my writer room. I yeah. mean, boy, are they wanting. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, Yikes. Didn't realize I was running a daycare. <laughs> but Let's get to it. Um, as you may have heard, this summer there were allegations I of a toxic suck. work environment. You have heard that I'm a cunt. <laughs> and let me tell you, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Whoa. I, good? Well, I was off this summer uh, filming my commercials as the old man for a great adventure. <laughs> a lot of things came my direction. They always use words like like allegation, you know, like all like court words when yeah. something like this happens, where it's like uh, accused. You might have heard yeah. I was accused. Like all yeah. the, you're like, no, no, no. They said you were awful. Yeah, you said you were mean. If someone, if I found out that you guys were like going to the press and be like, dude, Soder's a fucking asshole, and then I heard it when I saw you guys, I wouldn't be like. Recently, I've been aware of these allegations that were made against my character and how my character influences those that are around me. It's, it's a real lawyer-written thing. I had yeah. I I agent. Uh, my lawyer wrote something I had to send, like to send to an agent. It was like awful. But Nate, it, it, Nate, it, Nate did a show in Singapore and chewed gum. So he had to <laughs> it over. But it was like, it, you, there's no person, there's no real personality with it. And you realize it actually made it worse. And then, because yeah. uh, you realize that you're like, yeah, just let me say, just be normal, man. Like, just yeah. say a normal thing and be like, I don't, you know, it was, we, something should have happened or something. There's also something to be said about like, you can address it if you want and when you want. Something like this, where you host a TV show, you kind of have to address it. But this yeah. whole thing of like everything needs to be addressed is a, a new phenomenon with social media. It's like address everything. You're like, why? 
It's fucking obviously with this woman, like Ellen was a fucking dickhead to her staff, so you have to address this. But there's some shit where you hear people use that legal talk where you're like, you didn't even need to address this shit. I think we haven't even seen. She might be like, there were some allegations about this being a toxic work environment, and I'm here to say to you guys, say it to my face, pussies. Yeah. One by one. Now, I'm, now I'm right here. Now. Say something. As she's doing it, she's taking off her sports coat. And then she like yeah. does the thing where she folds it and puts it over a chair. So that so, I say, uh, I'm right line here. up. Single right. file. Who wants it first? You guys can use my mark where I uh, stand for my monologue one by one, one at a time. I've been training kumites. I'm ready now, for does, she, does she fall back, do you think, on comedic instincts and keep jokes yes. running through this? Because some people are going to complain about that no matter what. She should say, it's, I guess that's not the Ellen show. I guess it's the everybody else's show. I'm sorry. What's the name yeah. of the like, <laughs> I'm sorry. My glad, yeah. I might need a new glasses prescription here. I'm looking at that sign. Does that say the everybody else who works here show? Oh, I think yeah. it did. Now, oh. one of you fucking queefs get me coffee. She goes, hey, real quick, everyone, raise your hand if your name's Ellen. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I think I just found out who owns the show. You fucking dorks. She goes, goes, raise your hand if your name's Ellen. Not you, Ellen Johnson. Yeah. I forgot we hired her now. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Al, I didn't know your your full name was Ellen. I thought it was L. <laughs> I thought you were just L. My bad. Uh okay, well I didn't mean her. Just this one. This Ellen here. <laughs> on track with your speech. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Raise your hand if your name's Ellen DeGeneres. God damn it. I didn't know my sister came. Sorry. All yeah. right. Here we go. We're getting through this. Right? That's what I'm imagining anyway. All right, let's get to it. Um, as you may have heard, this summer there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And then there was an investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously and I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power and I realize that with that comes responsibility and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres Show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. My name is on underwear. <laughs> we have had a lot of conversations. That just that. felt. That just made it feel so insincere that she yeah. was like because she was using she was using all lawyer words. Yeah. She goes, yeah. I am. I am privileged. I am powerful. I take these responsibilities as someone with the kingdom and the fourth right of the queen to understand that. And she goes, and also, uh, you know, we have a little fun here. Okay. Boobity, boom, here bang, bang, boom. But that that like weird laugh where she was like, you know, and I have it on my underwear. All right, guys. Yeah. Seriously, though, a woman was pinned Still against the wall. The yeah. A woman was pinned against the wall against her will. But we're having fun. What's up, guys? It might have happened. I don't know. Things got crazy. We have crazy. We have crazy Wednesdays around there. I like that they get and too. You can like they can do whatever they want, and it's like yeah, you gotta have one weird apology. You can be a nightmare for eighteen seasons, and then just have a weird, awkward. I mean, that's morning. a lifetime. You ruin someone's life, and then you get to go like, all right, I got to be embarrassed for I don't know an hour, <laughs> seven <laughs> minutes. I'm gonna have to have you know. People and uh, then everybody's still going to cheer and yeah. Oh. She's going to dance. You go back to dancing around like a doof. Uh, she yeah. goes, I'm going I'm to dance on your graves after I drop this half-assed apology. I'm so excited to see where it goes. <laughs> we have had a lot of conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace, and what we want for the future. We have made the necessary changes, and today we are starting a new chapter. 
that's we fired one guy publicly. Yeah. Everything else is business as usual. Now shut the fuck that's up. the same speech an abusive dad gives his family every <laughs> night he comes home. All right, today, I know yeah. yesterday I said was the day, but because, today is the day yeah. of the it's new like, chapter. If everything, he goes, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink anymore, and we're just going to have fun. And he goes, hey, hon, grab me a beer. He goes, I thought you weren't going to drink. He goes, no, I meant like brown liquor. Yeah. I meant like brown liquor. <laughs> And I think together we can have a better home. Now, don't annoy me. Cook everything correctly. <laughs> just get out of my way past the hours of 10 p.m. Yeah, she's going to go to somebody who works by the scenes. and goes, hey there. Uh, hey there, John. You like that little show I put on out there? You're yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> she went, hey, do you think they bought it? Good, because it was bullshit. You haven't yeah, seen Toxic. I'm going to eat your... She just puts her hand on the side of his head, and she goes, where are you going? Where are you going? I just want to let you know, I'm going to eat your lunch. Every <laughs> day. He just goes, hey, 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 good show back from break, right? Good show back from break. Uh, you feel good about what happened out there? <laughs> she goes, I don't know what you want. I don't know what kind of lesbo you think I am. You think I'm Rosie O'Donnell? You think I'm a fling fucking... Little <laughs> balls into the studio. I'm the real deal, Holyfield. Yeah, I was gay it? from the get go. Off the yeah. jump, dog. I didn't need a league of their own to sashay me. It's one of my favorite things was her having the backpedal on always. She was uh, a lesbian her whole life. Yeah, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, and then her big like super obsession with Tom Cruise. Just like when you find out, <laughs> yeah, dude. Be like, He's oh, fuck. I, right. for I forgot about that. Her whole show, she was like, I just love Tom Cruise. I'm in love with him. And then she's like, I'm gay. And she's like, what's that Tom Cruise stuff? She goes, what's up? No, I mean, she always says to me, she was like, no, I mean, you know, I still think he's like an attractive guy. I was like, yeah, but you fawned over him and you were using him as an example. Like that almost would make him feel a little bad. He goes, just use me as like a fake example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was your beard? He was she's your like, beard? She's like, yeah, totally, Tom. I'm sorry. Your penis just grosses me out. But I like your movies in the beginning. Yeah, pretty cool that you can get you can fucking ride a motorcycle and jump off it. <laughs> um, you know, keep playing this. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, don't look at me, please don't look at me. Fuck, she's looking at me. Fuck, she's looking at me. <laughs> They're a DJ. Ah, oh fuck, please don't look at me. Um, I know you're so mad right now. I know you ran your mouth, DJ. There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the Be Kind Lady. And um, here's how that happened. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. Smart. I thought the world needed more kindness. And it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. She just did the, uh, she just did the, yeah, I don't think that joke's funny. My dad's dead. And I don't think that's funny. Yeah. You, know, like the whole, like, you know what? Um, and I'm uh, gay and I'm going to bully people. Because we've been, we've been needed to do yeah. it forever. We've been bullied enough. I'm going to bully. Start calling me the game changer. Because now we're the hunters. You <laughs> fucking straight losers. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird one to be like. I said be kind, and I kind of didn't really mean it. It was just like a thing because a dude killed himself, but whatever. I kind of did the be kind stuff, like, too, like, playing it. Like, yeah, that was yeah. the whole show. The whole show was yeah. you yeah. being kind. It wasn't 
Yeah, she was, look, the be kind thing was a thing. Some we did a be kind segment. You're like a segment. I mean, the whole show was. This. That was what you. That was how you put yourself across all the time. It's just be yeah. kind. Yeah, she's like sometimes I'm a total B in the back. Okay, <laughs> no, there's no gay people getting killed in the back of the show. Everything's fine back there. The only gay people in the back of the show are getting paid very well, and union cards are given. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. <laughs> Don't do it. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad. I get mad. I, I get anxious. I get frustrated. I get impatient. And I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress. And I'm especially working on the impatience thing because, and it's not going well because it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you that. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because like she's not being patient. That's good. That's good. Hey, I don't good. like because they do this because it's, it's, you know, when they want to cancel anybody else, they yeah. put up with, it's immediate, just get canceled. You don't get a chance to get worked on. Yeah. And they get to get worked. You know, when Kevin Hart didn't get a host Oscars, he doesn't get to be worked on. He doesn't get the opportunity to get worked on. But now we got to listen to her and be like, I'm getting worked on. I'm doing yeah. the best I can. And then also blaming it, just being, well, I said I was the be kind lady. Apparently, I shouldn't have done that because that put me in a hole. You're like, are just being nice. I mean, yeah. she's also, she's just talking to 24 year old white girls because middle aged women who live in the middle of this country who watch this show couldn't give a fuck how she treats her staff. Yeah, they're like, I don't care. They're like, I just watch her dance on the show, and I like her interviews. Like, I don't care. Yeah, she, I, I, yeah. I have it going. I have it going in the background as I do stuff around the house. She's like, does it look like I'm being mean right now to anybody? No. People they go, it's like there's sexual harassment going on, like in the back rooms. It's like, yeah, we'll fire that guy. Well, we got a camera back there now. Do you see it happening? <laughs> you you know what? From. You can access the footage anytime you want at backstageatellen.com. Yeah. See if people are getting harassed. I make this girl walk around in a bikini just to prove no one bothers her. No one, and she has a voluptuous body. Look at that. Look at how buxomy. Uh, yeah, all right, sweetheart. Go back inside. Anyway. All right, <laughs> all right, all right Toots. That's yeah. your shift. All right, good thing. Hey, goofball, get over here. Give me a kiss on the cheek. All right, hit the room. All right, you see what I'm saying? This girl walked out of here completely. She's fine. She's fine. She likes it. She likes it. She likes it. She likes selling cigarettes. She likes selling cigarettes out of a tray. It's just a thing she's into. Because it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you that. Listen, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm a talk show host, and you know that, but I, maybe some of you know that, you know, I was an actress. I've played a straight woman in movies, so I'm a pretty good actress. But I don't think that I'm that good that I could come out here every day for 17 years and fool you. This is me, and my intention is to always be the best person I can be. And if I've ever let someone down, if I've ever hurt their feelings, <clears throat> I am so Pause sorry that. for that. Pause that. Let me tell you how like, the, her whole thing with that. Like, I'm not such a great actor. I could. I mean, Bill Cosby yeah. had a whole career. Yeah. No one knew this, uh, that fucking rotten shit he was doing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, that could happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, e it's easy. I mean, you, you don't let anybody talk and tell that side of the story. And there's no reason you're on camera. You're not going to be... Like, just awful on camera. I mean, that's like doing any stand-up act is we all have jokes. And you're like, yeah, we didn't. It's not we're not doing all that. All Like, people I say that with my wife, like, 
it would sound like we fight all the time. It's like, no, I talk about the six fights. Yeah. Right. It's, we're not just fighting all day long, but there's six of them I talk about. So you want to hear a funny story about me and my wife just taking a nice walk yesterday. It was a nice day. Weather was good. Goes, what's up? With, what's up? <laughs> when you have, yeah. What's up when you just have a good Tuesday with your love of your life? You know, when you're just, yeah, we read books in bed till noon <laughs> and then, uh, we found a movie that we really enjoyed. People ask me, yeah. they go, they go, so do your friends. Yeah, I go. So do, so do your friends with Nate? I go. Yeah, it is chaos in that house. Yeah, I mean, they, are, they are going at it nonstop. No, my God, it's like fucking Crips and Bloods yeah. in there, dude. I can't. Even uh, sex life's great. Spark's still there. Daughter's coming along great. And uh, so anyway, my next joke. Anybody ever go to Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> anybody ever? Anybody ever have a? Yeah. Do you guys ever? Do you guys ever have a convenient flight? It's great. Yeah, I, smooth, uh, I went to Starbucks. They're really, they're doing really good yeah. there. They're doing <laughs> COVID quite well. You know who I love is uh, my mom. I got, I got no issues with her. In fact, I'm, I'm pretty healthy emotionally. And, uh, He's a dad. He goes, love. he goes. Oh, I just took a flight. He goes, had to fly out here. And uh, he goes, I'll be honest. Got on the plane uh, early. Fell asleep. Woke up on the runway landing. It was perfect. Perfect. The guy oh, just man. jealous about it, you know? What's up, ladies? What's going on? I took my girlfriend to the mall, and she went shopping. Really enjoyed herself. She yeah. had a good time. I was, able to find, I was able to find some stores that I had interest in, and uh, she got her stuff, and uh, she actually had to pull me out. I was having a good time. There was a uh, <laughs> TV place. So I was knocking her koosh ball around for a little bit. Where's my, <laughs> where's, my, where's my Latino friends at? Where's my Latino friends at? My God, you were punished when you were children, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I've ever hurt their feelings, I am so sorry for that. If that's ever the case, I have let myself down and I've hurt myself as well because I always try oh. to grow as a person. I look at everything that comes into my life as an opportunity to learn. Ew. I got into this business to make people Who laugh lives and like feel that? good. Who lives like that? Everything that comes into your life, you take an opportunity to learn? Everything? They, they, they do. They all do. That's why... That's why... I was all these celebrities with their because they they they're fascinated with their platform. <laughs> they they go, I have a platform, and I need to make sure because they all like. I always say that when uh, celebrities, you want to go like these people did probably didn't go to college. They didn't, you know. They no, she was a know, comic like us. She was just doing yeah, stand up. You just doing stand, but they they think like, well, I gotta go teach everybody because I, you know, I think they get so rich. I'm I'm always fascinated with this. They they get so much money that it's 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 they don't live a you know I mean she probably doesn't think she's crazy. No, absolutely not. And I think what you're saying is absolutely correct. I think you get a lot of these people get so much money that everyone around them wants some of that money, so they're just going to be nice to them and say the right thing and say like you know you're fucking killing it. This is great. You're awesome. You're great to everybody. And then they walk away and they go, yeah, real nightmare. And the pay's not that good. It's like, well, yeah. you're, you're the one fucking, you're the one insulating her. Like they know they're friends with like the president. Like I always think that when someone's yeah. like, they should be doing this, and you're like, uh, they liked uh, President Hillary Clinton, and you're like, yeah, you're friends with her. That's not, it's sure. you know, when you're friends with someone that is very known. It is a weird thing that you go, oh, I kind of know that person. Well, uh, did, didn't somebody do that? Sort of a wasn't there a girl, uh, a female comic who did that to Chelsea Handler? Like was it all over her show? And then split off, and it was like she was a nightmare, like piece of garbage. Yeah, like, yeah but you used her for the 
Joe. Heather Mc, Heather McDonald, I believe, is who you're talking really? about. Really? Yeah, that's so. she called. She did call her Heather Long Boobs on the show. But it's um okay. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we didn't know that. So whoa, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Talk about toxic yeah. long titties. Uh, but that's always the thing that made me laugh when people were blown away that Ellen DeGeneres and George W. Bush were friends. And you're like, yeah, yeah they have a lot yeah. more in common than she does with most of her yeah. fans. They're the, these are the ones that always end up getting caught doing blackface, too. Like, you ever notice <laughs> yeah. the blackface is always the most, like, kind of liberal thing because they are just not in a reality. Like, they do not live in any sort of – if any regular person listens to these people – you got to realize they do not have any sort of reality. They are flying. They're they're not flying in a regular plane. Never. They fly they fly You're not allowed to go near them. Uh, they just the existence that they have is just in. It's crazy insanity. And Nate, I'm sure you see this a lot. And this is my favorite thing: is when people have crazy money. You probably see this in Nashville, where you see guys that have crazy money, and then they still act like they're farmers. You know what I mean? They like wear jeans, and they're like, "How you doing? These are my new car hearts." And you're like, "Where do you live?" And you're like, "I live in that fucking mansion over there." And you're like, "You're not. You don't fucking do anything." But they're like, "I still work the land because it, it is. Once you get a certain amount of money, you're insulated, and you're just separated from people." When someone has that and and their things change and they're able to hold it together, that's why I think I may sit on the show before. It's why I'm always impressed with Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone, those guy, he's a very normal, approachable, very regular guy from what I've met. And I've only met him when he's as he's like you know an adult now and is yeah uh, probably close to my age or a little older. But he uh, he's it was a guy that said at one point there had to be like tank escorts taking them to like that's crazy you know, hotels. Yeah. In Japan, because uh, you know, three hundred thousand people were there to see them come off the plane, and now he's like, you know, he can go to like McDonald's and take a handful of pictures. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, when he goes there, to, so I'm saying, like, are, like watching the way Paul Giamatti acts. Whenever I see him at a t table read, he's not like that at all. He's like a regular guy. That's what I'm saying. But, but Joey Fatone is a very mellow dude, and and, yeah. and Paul Giamatti never lost it, but. He's probably a regular guy uh, to many points, but they always just, again, I don't know Paul Giamatti at all, but I'm saying there's just something where their perspective of things is different. If they're curious into you, if you ever meet a super famous person, I met Matt Damon, and Matt Damon was like, so what's going on with your life, man? What are you doing? Like, when they're he was, in kind of you, you're like, cool oh, this shit, guy's a, dude. yeah, you're like, this guy's, a this guy's a good dude. And not saying that they have to be interested in me, but they're having a regular conversation. Like, they yeah. almost diffuse the because in your head you're like i can't believe i'm talking to matt damon yeah and they diffuse it by going so what are you doing man what are you and it's a very nice they're very nice people and uh you can there's a lot of them that do have a ton of money that are awesome awesome people that can well, and they just be normal yeah the, we actually talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago where i went with ari back to bonnaroo and met eddie vetter and you could tell that guy is a real just regular guy i was there yeah, when we were back, like at that tent, he was just Soder's like a big guy. time in me. I'm big. I don't Soder's even know who Nate is. Soder was worse than Eddie Vedder. That's what I said. I go, <laughs> I'd like oh. to be friends with Eddie Vedder. Soder's a nightmare. <laughs> I got, uh, my assistant told me that you were there. I just got the, word. I just got the piece of paper that says yeah. my assistant tells me you were there. Let's watch the rest of this uh, apology. I just, oh God, I'm so red in the face. My friend Edward and I were having such a good time. And these stills are great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
I take an opportunity to learn. I always try to grow as a person. I look at everything that comes into my life as an opportunity to learn. I got into this business to make people laugh and feel good. That's that's my favorite thing. <laughs> so to do. I'm to learn. Goes, uh, Ellen. Here's your chicken parmesan. She goes. Italian people make great food. I just learned that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, and then, then she goes, that guy goes, but I guess you didn't learn because you know I hate chicken parm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll tell you who didn't learn. Who wasn't learning? Am I the only one that's here to learn? I'll tell sorry, you who I'm didn't sorry, learn, yeah. Stephen. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you go. We're, I think we're doing it for the same joke. <laughs> Because I'll tell you who didn't learn, Stephen, you, that I am going vegan this fucking week. Smashes the plate. So, Tuesdays are su zucchini pasta, you fucking idiot. Learn. Learn. Rare plantain leaf uh, souffle. Um, Paul, I'm in the back hallway here with a couple PAs, and I'm learning that most of them are retarded, so get them out of my way. Get him yeah, a real teaching way. moment, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she just says it in a shitty way. I'm really learning that I'm going to fucking scream at you. That's Guys, you know I'm what I've learned from this experience right now? That you all suck, you're fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just learned I got a staff full of zeros. Everybody <laughs> out of here. I'm always open to learning. Yeah. I guess what I, I just learned. learned. I just learned I got to hire a whole new crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot to take on. That's a big I learned no one can keeps the mouth shut on my show. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, gabbers out there, no way. <laughs> I hired a bunch of gabbing Cathy's, if you know what I mean. That's oh, my audience was full of gabbing women, but apparently not. Apparently. Looks, like, looks like I just learned the saying is true. Loose lips sink ships. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. out of here. I thought that was just a saying, but I've learned it's true. <laughs> I'm fucking learning. She points. She puts her finger in your head like yeah. firmly. I'm oh, always I'm open learning. to learning. And you go, okay, I'm sorry, Ellen. Get out of here. And now I am a boss of 270 people. 270 people who help boss make bitch. this show what it is. 270 mm -hmm. people who... Now, if that don't give y'all some white ass pussy, what's going to? Why? Yeah. Why? Why she's doing the dance? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I also picked up this little ditty in quarantine. Uh, All I want is for every single one of them to be happy and to be proud to work here. Also, ethnic would help. <laughs> ethnic would help. Gay is a super plus. Also, if they're down with security cameras in the bathroom, that's just kind of my little thing. I like to and, go, you know, full monitor. And all I ask is if you guys are going to party, don't leak it to the press. Yeah. If you guys have any pussies about this. This has been a horrible summer for people all around the world. People are losing their jobs. People are losing loved ones to a pandemic. People are losing their homes and lives in raging fires that are going on. There's blatant racial injustice. I'll pause you. She's pointing out. She goes, look, there's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, she no, no, she goes, but I think I've had the hardest summer yeah. out of all of them. <laughs> uh, he goes, and all that said, that's the thing I'm going through is worse <laughs> than everybody. You guys don't know what it's like to go through what I'm going through. I'd rather be on fire right now. Sure. I'd rather be a she black goes, guy with COVID. She goes, yeah. over by the police than to be in the situation that I'm in right now. She goes, you ask me, I think I had it worse than a, than a Target in Minneapolis. Yeah. You know what I mean? That lady knows. All right. This, this chick on her, her screen. Yeah. Her, her yeah. screen. Goes, row two, yeah. third screen. No, fourth one. screen. Fourth screen. screen now, she gets blue, it. Blue background. Raise your hand. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The one with the Confederate flag background. You see what I'm saying, right? You feel what I'm saying? 
The lady who's FaceTiming us from a Walmart? You get it. The lady who's driving her kids? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I watch the news and I feel like, where, where do we even begin? So my hope is that we. So still I mean, basically, it's like, wow, you guys really kind of fucking fucked me on this, huh? Like I'm not really <laughs> that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. He goes, so listen, so I'll stop being mean as soon as that fires out and COVID. <laughs> yeah. So she goes, no, I'm totally looking. Time, guys, one thing at a time. <laughs> she goes, I'll just put it on this. You know, um, I will stop being mean when black people in America are treated equally. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want me to be nice to my lily white staff? Well, then treat black people better, and I that need some the- evidence. That being said, we're we're ready to go to break. Can you just hear someone go, No <laughs> Oh Christ, oh Christ, oh Christ. No. She starts she starts cracking her neck. Yeah. Like, ah. Dude, I still, I still her folding up her sports coat like she's about yeah. to like creasing it so it doesn't get hurt. She goes Sweat underneath her armpits. Some of us spent some time learning formal Muay Thai in bank <laughs> in July. <laughs> loosen it up. She loosens her wrist. She has the wrist loosened. So my hope is that we can still be a place of happiness and joy. I still want to be the one hour a day that people can go to escape and laugh. I want to continue to help. The only one? We help every day. And I'm Selfish. committed to making this the best season that we have ever had. So welcome to season 18 of The Ellen Show. I am so glad that you're here. I want to start this new season by saying hello to my friend, Twitch. Hi. 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 Wait, hold on. Does he say anything? I don't know if he's going to talk to you. Oh, okay. I don't know if he's going to be like, great. Oh. He goes, hey, how do you not joke around by this where you go, hi, Ellen. Hi. He goes, you, you cool? Are we cool? Oh god! Oh, she's oh she's doing I, the feet up on the chair thing. She's doing the feet up on the chair thing. That's dead. We're dead. It's funny though to be like it's all you know. All of this is she brought this on. Like that's what, yeah. It's like the apology feels. You know, it's like yeah, no one did anything here. You did everything to us. Yeah, we she's do like, have one hour of good time. It's when that camera's on you, and that's the only time we enjoy. Yeah, because we know you're not going to be bothering us backstage. I wonder if she's a person like during the taping, if there's some flub on the, you know, the teleprompter or something at all, when the person just goes, oh God, she's going to kill Kelly after this. <laughs> yeah. We're in the headset. So good face. She goes, she goes hey, we're our, on? Next, our next person's new show, uh, the, the, the Good Wife. You're moving too fast. Yep. It's moving. It's scrolling too fast. <laughs> Guys, can we take that again? And then in the headset, they go, Ron. Hey, heads up! Uh, why don't you cut early so you can run out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, someone pull up Ron's car to the side. <laughs> he goes, no, she goes. She's seen the roll with the punches. I think I'm all right. He goes, Ron, 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 Ron. You're new. You're new here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I- I'll-, I'll eat this one for you, but get the fuck out of sight. Yeah. yeah. I-, I know she said that apology, and you believed it, I guess. But- <laughs> <laughs> and-, and honestly, Ron, that's adorable. It's adorable yeah. to believe, but I've been I've been to this rodeo before. She makes a lot of apologies. She comes back full <laughs> swinging. Ron, hey, it's Adam, the assistant director. I've been on the show since 2003. I'm going to tell you this right now. Get that car started and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're in danger. I'm going to tell you, I had a family emergency, and there was a slip-up. Yeah. Not your fault. And not your move, fault. Ron, move. 
I'm going to say we had to go to generator power. Yeah, I think enough of us could lie to get her off your trail. My guess would be the next phase of her thing is just now when you get hired there or if you're staying there, you're signing a fucking NDA. Shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah, did, I, mean, I guarantee there was sensitivity training, and then she made them all sign NDAs. Yeah. But how they? she had to have had NDAs before this. Probably light, probably not, not for, I was going to say, well, NDAs for material and shit like that. I don't think yeah. NDAs for like how she treats you personally. There's no way. I mean, there's, you know, you know, someone that I think has changed as far as like a celebrity, but he got humbled a lot more is Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was not that I think he was a bad guy, but before it was like this one guy. Now, when you see him play, he's like, he laughs a lot more. I mean, you can just see it on TV and anybody that I, that has met him, they always just, he just seems like a lot of, he's a much better dude, but that guy really went through something crazy he like, got humbled he just, hard he got humbled hard and what she just went through i mean i don't even know if that's an apartment i mean she just brought up the wildfires i don't even know how you if you go hey go apologize for beating your staff and she goes i'm going to do some wildfire talk during that and they're like oh all right i don't know yeah. you're going to pull that in there but yeah yes so I call yeah. so I call two 21 year old interns a dumb twat and uh by the way uh, uh, there's a fire hello yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, we're all on fire. Hello, oh, hello. McFly. <laughs> McFly. Hello, the state is on fire. Um, Nate, thanks so much for coming on the show, dude. We love you. Um, Nate's new podcast, Nate Land, is downloadable everywhere. There are everywhere, everywhere. You can also check him out right now on tour. He's back out there. He's doing it. We're back out. Uh, Napar gets his one night only drive-in tour. It's got dates coming up in Pittsburgh, Cape Cod, and Ridgefield, Connecticut. For tickets and all tour dates, visit NatePargetzi.com. I heard Cape Cod is fantastic. Yeah, oh yeah. I heard That's the Cape good. Cod one is actually. I, I spoke to Burke Kreischer about them and doing some of them possibly. Uh, and and I heard Cape Cod is great. All right, I thought I heard New Jersey too. I'm doing Oceanport, New Jersey is supposed to be all right. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm they figured it out. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Bert figured it all out for us. Yeah, the trailblazer. He was the he was the monkey. He was the monkey shot into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come back and you're like, what's it like up there? <laughs> He's like, ah, it's crazy. Ah, uh, uh, fuck it, I'm gonna claw at your face. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I uh, got go it. to dansoder.com. Dan Soder has dates coming up October first through the third in East Providence at the Comedy Connection, and of course the fifteenth to the seventeenth also in East Providence at the Comedy Connection, uh, and then. Philadelphia Helium, October twenty fifth to twenty seventh. Damn, dude, are you doing that all off the top of your head? Is that right? Yeah, twenty fifth to the twenty seventh. Christine's yeah, 20- birthday is July twenty eighth. Yeah, there it is. Just proving that we got. Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, do you know my birthday? Yours. Uh, yours is December seventh. Nate's yep. November. Yours November, yep. right, Nate? No, Nate is March thirty first, twenty fifth. Damn, 25th. Son of a bitch. I took a big shot. Took a big shot right there. Go to bigjcomedy.com for... You can see him in Royersford, which is return to Royersford. Soul Jules Uh Comedy Club is Saturday, October 3rd. And then he's going to be in Phoenix in November. Stand up live. You can go to bigjcomedy.com for those tickets. And uh, at the Bonfire SXM on Twitter and Instagram. We love you guys. Six and Jump now on Patreon. Goddamn right. Patreon.com slash Six and Jump. (laughs) Crackle, crackle. Crackle, crackle.